is Santa. Bringing joy to people, Mr. Cage Lawyer. Welcome back to Lucas Tigers and Bronze. Oh, my. The best sports card podcast. Santa with the dad the bod. There See it is. Little dad bod, Santa. How you Thanks feeling you. today? You know, the Monday after Christmas. It's crazy, you man. Good? You know, I mean, it's... Uh, lazy. It's, you mean lazy, not crazy. No, not... I mean, sort of lazy. Sort of like you got to catch up on sleep. You got to do all that stuff, you know? I mean, the kids are resting and relaxing. I get to rest and relax. So do you. Although you never rest and relax, you know? No, but this is... Uh, the people up, up in here. It's a weird Monday. Yeah, I, I hear like uh, babies crying and I hear old people. I hear like you got like a whole crew in your house there, which is you are you were thinking about waking up this morning and getting a last minute flight to Boca. I always do, man, because <laughs> it, it's fun. It's fun. But uh, I actually the opportunity that I had with this, I realize maybe I'm extrapolating and it's just a generalization, but people struggle with focus. I, I think if you taught me one thing this last year, it's just like, let's just do one thing really well, you know? That's it. And uh, I think it's a common, you know, maybe challenge in today's world. You're pulled into a million pieces and a million different directions to, to want to do a lot of things at once. Tell the audience where, I'm saying. About by life. the inch, life's a cinch. By the yard, life is hard. That's it. And people got to realize that, man, especially this time of year, because – you know, we're, we're a couple of days away from New Year's resolutions, right? We're a couple of days away from, from everybody's going to be making these grandiose plans. And the biggest New Year's resolution I think you should put right on the top of your New Year's resolution list, guys. We can talk about this. We've got a bunch more episodes, some fun stuff coming down the pike for this week. But your first New Year's resolution is it should be focus on one thing and give yourself a little bit of slack with your New Year's resolutions. Because, look, we're a card talk show right here. We, we talk about cards. We talk about sports. We talk about, you know, I mean, Andrew likes to talk about crypto and uh, the alchemist and a couple of other things he sneaks in there on us. But, you know, but how about this? You're going to make these wide, vast, sweeping resolutions. Like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to do all that stuff. Not everybody has Andrew's resolve. Andrew doesn't even have Andrew's resolve all the time. And you'll go to the gym and you'll notice in January, the gym is packed. It's packed. And, you know, some people will keep it up for a couple of days. Some people keep it up for a couple of weeks. But most people won't make it there in the end of January, beginning of February. Most people won't be there. And you're just, all right, well, I gave up on that one. I might as well give up on all of them. Oh, that's it. My, my, I'm not going to the gym. I'm not going to eat healthy anymore. I'm just going to get, you know, I failed. I failed miserably. What's funny is, one, you're not alone. Because if you started your New Year's resolution off saying, I'm going to start going to the gym on February 10th, you'd notice it's an empty gym. So that's the first and foremost, right? <laughs> Which is really funny because everybody starts off there like house on fire and you're like, oh man, I can't do this. And, but here's what's fun. Maybe New Year's resolution should be, I'm going to go to the gym as often as I can, but I'm going to give myself some slack in a week or in two weeks or in three weeks. And if I stop going... My New Year's resolution is I'm going to go and stop going and then start going again because you know it's going to happen. And then you didn't, you didn't bail on yourself. You didn't, you, know, you didn't fail on your resolution. It's like I'm going to go and then I, it, I'm going to give myself two starts, three starts in the first three months. right? Don't make it. I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. But if it so happens that two weeks a month I only go once or I don't make it there at all, I didn't blow my resolution. Like, make it more, make it more fun. Like, give yourself some slack, man. Make it more achievable. 
Yeah, make it more achievable. I mean, otherwise, you know, you set these stuff up there, and it's like, I'm going to be great this year. I'm going to only buy cards that go up. I'm going to not buy anything from Chronicles or Clearly or any of the other fun stuff. Um, I'm going to spend my time wisely. I'm not going to read Spinatron's posts because I lose a day. Like, I'm going to really be more mindful with my time. No, yeah, I mean, set yourself a more achievable goal, right? And then build on it. Is that fair? You're the health, you're the health guru. I'm not. I just had Chick-fil-A at McDonald's in the same meal within the last hour. How? Because <laughs> I How is that even them. possible? Because I buy them and I save them and I, you know, I ordered Chick-fil-A a couple days ago. I order, you know, McDonald's a couple days ago. I have a double cheeseburger and a spicy chicken sandwich and I warm them both up and put them on a plate and no buns and I cut them up and I eat a double cheeseburger and a spicy chicken sandwich. And I'm thrilled. Look how happy I am. Do they get much happier than me? Look at me. Impossible. Nope. Impossible to be happier than you. Luca Nation, you guys are in for a treat in 2023 with us. We'll be having some awesome, awesome announcements in the month of January. That's both for Tiger and Tease. Uh, you're going to get the tallies for the hobby awards and we'll be sending those out so a lot to come in the new year it's kind of like an interesting week here because it's it's not really an off week but it's like this week in between christmas and new year so doing what we can while we're with family and prioritizing that so just be a little bit patient uh really cool content coming your way and if you haven't checked it out we have the collector series with dennis patrick zender yep. who is uh pc with dpz guys check it out mm -hmm. real fun just had chris chris hoge on you got a whole bunch more, you know, collector focus, collector spotlights, you know, really getting back to, you know, why people collect, who they collect, how they go about, you know, curating that collection. A real, what we call it kind of like a, a collector spotlight series, which is great. I mean, just real good content. Different than the idiocracy that we have going on here. You said meritocracy, but it's more of an idiocracy that we have. Is that right? Is, I oh, haven't yeah. been on IG recently. Has there been anything anything? No, I, somebody noting? posted something yesterday. Jay Lee posted in his story, you know, Sports Card Live, Jeremy Lee, he posted something like, hey, it would have been nice to have the holiday without people like slinging crap about each other or something. I didn't know, even know what he was talking about. I don't Me know if somebody's coming after him or whatever the story is. No, I'm going to pivot in a different way. I'm going to say this. We're going to make New Year's resolution. We're going to do all that stuff. But... I would love, you hate doing predictions, but I'm wowed all the time by the hobby, by the world, by technology, you name it. And I think it's fair to say that we've done episodes as we end a year and start a year, right? So if you went back to, you know, start of um, 20, let's say we were in 2020 to start 2021. We didn't know that just weeks after that would start this crazy NFT run, top shot was literally, you know, two weeks away from an explosion and we were talking about it and it kind of went, no, it wasn't even something that was in our, you know, in our vision as we ended 2020. NFTs, you know, V friends, all that stuff, right? And, and you know, we had no idea that, that as, you, as you approach each one of these years, what's going to change, what's going to be different, you know, bull run on cards, 19 into 20, 20 into 21, all those record setting prices, the Jordan prices, the craziness, you know, coming into 2022, you know, did we see the market resetting? Some people were talking about it, some weren't. The, the, the amazing triple logo man chase, the Aaron Judge, you know, chase for 62 home runs, just, the, you, know, the, the, you know, the craziness that went on in sports and in the hobby itself. And you know, I'm reminded just daily about that. I mean, I don't know everything. I know very little. I mean, there are people around me that know significantly more. You know, my daughter made this in school with a 3D printer. It's a fidget spinner. 
She just made she, it. With a 3D printer. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, like, what are they? You know, so I have no idea what's going to happen, you know, but, but I'm excited for it. You know what I mean? 2023, there's going to be something a year from now. We're going to be talking about, you know, it's Christmas again. It's New Year's again. People are making their trees. And we're going to look back and we're going to say, wow, did you even see that coming this year? Like, look at all this craziness, right? It's got to be. I think 2023 is going to be the year of the call out. I think Ooh, it's. What do you mean um, by that? Who's calling out who? Talk to me. This is, well, this is juicy. This So, this is what I think has happened. Uh, a wise man, uh, what is it? A, a wise man and a fool meet. And a, oh. uh, the fool. It's, it's the wise man that leaves with the money, the fool leaves with the experience type of thing. Okay. I think what happened was with all this money printing, it trickled to the top. And we've sort of seen who the culprits are of market manipulation, of taking PPP loans, of posting on their IG saying, this is the card that I believe in while simultaneously selling. And I think there's two camps forming. I think there's the camps of the culprits and I think there's the camps of everybody else. And I think that everybody else camp is a little bit pissed now that they're holding bags of poop that they're down 50, 60, 70, 80% on. And I think there's going to be even more call outs in 2023 because people are a little bit annoyed. People are a little bit annoyed. They're like, Hey, it's holiday season. You know, I thought we would go through this without mudslinging. Well, you guys, and I'm not speaking from me. I'm speaking from what I've observed is people feel like they kind of got the raw end of a deal. They feel like, hey, NFTs, crypto stocks, cards have went, went, you know, 100, 200, 300, 500%. But I didn't benefit from any of that. I actually probably lost money on it. Whereas a very select small group did benefit. And I, I think you're going to see more animosity and more attacks on that group in 2023, not less. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's been um, the year of the lawsuit, so to speak. You said poop. Um, here's the thing. I think, you know, to, for success in 2023, what's your middle name? Okay. What well, do you don't have, have to tell middle, me? How about an initial? I, I have a Jewish middle name, right? How like, about you know how they did. Like, we're going to okay. have to refer to you as like AXG. LTB. If you're not like a three letter, then you might not be able to survive in the hobby. You know, that's part of what I, I mean, it's, we, we're seeing it's, it's uh, SCR versus uh, SCI. SGC, PSA, uh, CSG, HOJ. It's just, I mean, you got to have three letters. You got to have three letters, otherwise you're in trouble. I think that's kind of the way it's going to be this year. So AXG has predicted the call-outs this year. Can I just say this? That would make me sad. It would make me very sad. if it's Because I feel like we just... Do you understand it? Here. Yes, but no. Right? I understand that if... I understand that if this is finances and i know it's naive for me to say that it's not right but but it's not it's a hobby right and what you're saying here is people are left holding bags of poop or people who they didn't get to take advantage of the 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 run-up in 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 the cards and the crypto space and they're going to be calling people out right well, well i guess what that means is that you know it's you're setting up a haves versus have nots you're setting up people who probably I I didn't set it up. I think I've noticed it play out. I apologize. No, you're. I mean, so but but haven't we already seen a lot of that? I mean, wasn't wasn't the PPP loan stuff? Wasn't this just like a whole month of that? Even though it's old news, like you know, I, I get it. it could, I mean, Brad, it's people going on their using their media platform to share, but I don't think you've seen anything legally. 
Dude, think about it. Think about the companies that have got got bought out in the last three, four years. You know, the mm-hmm. hobby in crowd was able to benefit tremendously, and now they're using those finances to buy up amazing, amazing cards at discounted prices. Right? I mean, they you got, say got- the hobby in crowd. I just say it's the people who were part of the hobby before three years ago. Like, does that make them the in crowd, or does it make them people who have been through the cycle once? And know that this is the time when it goes up again to pounce, to sell a product, to buy their cards, sell their cards, and realize it's going to come back down and take advantage. And maybe the, the, the folks who are now on the other side of that equation, instead of suing, they should realize that, you know, I saw a fun thing in the crypto space. It's like, you know, the first, the first bull market, you'll probably lose money. The next bull market, the next bull cycle you get through you will um, you'll make some uninformed profit. And the third bull cycle is where you're going to make your legitimate money. And I guess the thought there was, all right, the first bull cycle. I have to make you're, it. You're probably getting, well, you, but for there to be a third one, can't we be suing each other? You know what I mean? Because then nobody's going to come in. Nobody's going to come in for any more, any more stuff. So I, I guess the thought there is in the beginning, right, your first bull cycle is probably somebody else's third. So they've been where you were. They've they bought in at the wrong time. They bought the wrong players. They bought the wrong cards. They were holding and their cards were at a loss. They the same thing with stocks or crypto or the whole deal, right? And you know, while you're now down on your Ethereum when you bought it at forty eight hundred, someone previously bought it at fourteen hundred and wrote it down to eighty. And they saw it the second time around, like, oh, I'm taking my profits now. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's all part of a like a learning thing. And I know we shouldn't be comparing, you know, cards to stocks, the whole deal. Well, hey, go ahead, please. We should be Why? because the call out culture isn't just in cards. It's happening in NFTs now because, Cage, think about it. The ink crowd isn't just in cards. It, it is in other spaces, right? Like you're seeing uh, Kramer, somebody who's a stock picker, get at. Rao Paul, someone who used their media platform and their huge following to manipulate markets and say, hey, this is a good stock. 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 With NFTs, you saw Gary Vee call Mr. Beast and Logan Paul and say, hey, buy CryptoPunks. This is literally a live video on the Impulsive show saying, get in before I, re- I the public gets in. I was so confused they that ahead. Rao Paul with Medea. I always thought they were the same person, you know, the media movies and like, uh, and then Rao Paul, but Rao Paul is like more of a musician cross-dresser, right? Like Medea uh, sure. is Tyler. He's an Harry. economist. No, it's He's not. an economist. Rao Paul is an economist. He wrote economist. Really? Economists always move the, move the goalposts though, right? It's like, well, I, I was, I, I was right about the, the bet, but the timing was wrong. Are you sure? Cause I've seen Rao Paul. Yeah. RuPaul does like I didn't think RuPaul does any economy stuff. Rao Paul, yes. I promise. Okay, all right. I'll I'll take your word for it. I mean, you know, you we're just taking this one way too far. Rao Paul, RuPaul, you know, you're not even getting what I'm saying. Okay, no. so here we go. Um, on to the call. Are you I not hope- sensing that as well? I am, but I guess I'm hoping that it's not. I'm hoping that 2023. It's not a strategy. Why? Why would? Well, I, people. I mean, you're saying it's going to be 2023. Yeah, but people have been pissed all year. And notice, people if have you been think pissed. They're pissed now. They're going to be pissed more pissed in 2023 when. But so, the so here's worse. Ah, now that we're getting to it. Forget about expenses hope. are higher. I guess, and it sinks in. Like, damn. My hope was that the economy is not worse, and you know that things are. You know, like there's your hope, right? So, it, and what's funny about it is, 
shouldn't people be pissed or not pissed based on what has happened, not based on what may happen? So notice this, right? 2021, there were, there were very few talks of lawsuits. There were very few talks of call-outs. There were very, it wasn't the year of the call-out. It was like, hey, we're all doing this and we're all going to fly to the moon. Now, no one wants to go to the moon. I mean, look, what not? You know, they're going to fly somebody to the moon. I mean, you know, and people, I mean, like, come on now. Would you even go? You're scared. Next, so, but, I'll go. But, but, but more importantly. Is there turbulence? It's, I mean, I'm sure there are. <laughs> you're going into orbit, right? I mean, so you're going out of outer space. So, so. I, guess I, I want to write a Mickey Mantle type of letter from space. So does this stuff go away if the, the market like the picks back the up? Under the bleachers type of letter, if you guys know what I mean. Wink, if, wink. If you could maybe an introduction, space? So influential space women of the hobby. Oh, don't even go there. You're so dumb. So be, be, this before, is a whole dumb episode. Before, I'm one of the before. people that's going to freak out in 2023. Just wait. I'm, it's four days away. So five that days away. so so that is the best thing. Okay. So and let's pivot this for a second, right? But we'll bring back to some some pivot, semblance pivot, of. Right. Some semblance an NBA of normal pivot or a college no, pivot? no, 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 like, no. NBA pivot, your, I can take two steps. On your topic. You can take four steps if you're honest. On your topic, right? So here you go. You ready? People have told me, so the call-out, I don't want you to be part of the call-out, folks. I don't want that. I hate it. I think it's funny because we're only, cartel. we're only calling people out because people are losing money. If everybody was making money on the other side, they wouldn't be calling people out. I firmly believe that. But let's sure. just pivot for a second but that's wrong because the actions are the actions whether people will wind up making money or not the fact that people calling out are not making money it, it, so here's the pivot right somebody told me that what's going to wind up happening here is that the hobby was loaded up with millennials it was loaded up with people like you right people who think that they have an entitlement to make money in the hobby and that what's going to wind up happening is you're going to make a little money you're going to ride in. You're going to think that you can double down, triple down, quadruple down, and make five x on every single uh, you know purchase and deal you make. And you're able to buy on PWCC and sell on whatnot, and vice versa. And the moment it gets hard, the moment it's not easy money, the moment there's any kind of um, you know difficulty to the process, you and the people like you will be the ones making all the noise, crying, and then exiting. And that this whole thing. We're not going to gain any people from this, you know, recent explosion, recent boom in cards because of you and people like you, Andrew, who need to have it easy, need to have easy money. And once the money's not easy, you're going to leave. Now, I, here's my pivot, think that what I'm seeing is the exact opposite of that. Maybe it's because I see you and maybe you aren't the poster child for the millennials that everyone's talking about. But what I see are people who may have had a little bit of money and a little bit of cards and a little bit of, you know, they were here a little bit earlier. They were able to make their money, probably not because they were smart, but maybe they were just here a little earlier. Maybe they were buying things that older folks were buying, maybe some vintage baseball, maybe some basketball, maybe some 86 clear stuff. And they were able to take advantage and sell some of that stuff. But then when they sold, they also bought back in thinking that they were going to make more money with the money they made. They were going to buy Michael Porter Jr. They were going to go out and buy all these modern cards. They were going to go out and buy all stuff. And they're not making money now either. And they're actually the ones running for the hills. They're actually the ones with their hair on fire now causing a lot of the pricing problems. It's not the use of the world because you're happy buying your patch cards. You're happy buying your Jordan Poole and hanging on and seeing what happens to him in the next couple of years. Just a perfect example. So what do you think about that? You think it's a combination of the two? You think the, the, the new money, sort of nouveau riche of the hobby, the people who came in and you know were or the poster children for the boom, 
They're going to also get some of the, you know, more than their fair share of the blame if they, uh, if, if the prices are coming down. You think some of that blame should be, you know, put on some other folks as well? I don't understand the question. Wow. I mean, I can make it longer. No question. So boil down. Making it shorter would make it easier. Us so boil down. We, we're very – I started thinking about what soccer game is on later today and what basketball. Yeah, My focus – soccer games. So but I guess here's the thing. Do you see you and people like you leaving the hobby, exiting because it's not easy? Or do you also see a I, – I see it exiting because we've run out of money, not because of the lack of a desire. Like you, the markets can remain irrational longer than you can remain solvent. Okay. So, like, a lack of discipline, a lack of fiscal responsibility would kick people like me out of the hobby because we don't want to work. We don't want to have a nine-to-five job. So this was our only form of income. Like, if we actually I'm... put the, the, the characteristics of the me, it's, hey, during COVID, I didn't want to work for the man anyway. So this trading flip life, mug life was, hey, maybe I could do this full time. That was the whole sell. Maybe I don't have to go and get a stupid office desk job. But if you can't sell your cards and if every single card you sell is for a loss, you're eventually just going to run out of money. I guess a better way of saying this to use cards as an example. Market ran up. Market's running back down. And the people who are the hobbyists and the collectors like to say, well, the reason why is because the people like Andrew came in and bought all the Luca Prism base and Luca Prism silver are tanking it. They ran the card up too high and now they're all running for the hills and selling and they're racing each other to the bottom to sell that card. But when I look a one layer deeper, I see the people like Andrew and the people who came in, they were not the ones who were buying LeBron chrome refractors in PSA 10. They were not exactly the ones who we were, were buying like. chrome refractors in PSA 10, LeBron yeah. 2003, for, for, for $100,000. You have $100,000. Not refractors. So, so uh, listen, the base? Not the base. The refractors. I'm talking about big purchases. I'm talking about LeBron exquisites. I'm talking about the stuff that we've seen sell 20 times in the last year. And go with me now because there are people who are listening who, who do understand and have brains. I, I apologize that you can't. What I'm saying is that what's Dick. crashing the market top line is we're seeing these same cards be sold over and over again. The headline cards being sold for less and less and less. And it's not the people who came in buying base cards who are the ones who are holding right. those cards. It's the people who are the hobbyists. It's the people who are the ones who have the money. People who are here one cycle in. that They're actually panicked right now. If we put the top of the pyramid, the Gary V's, the Logan Pauls, put a yeah, little Cajun is... spice on what I'm talking about now. You yes, understand? I understand what okay. you're saying. Thanks. It's not the people all the way at the bottom of the pyramid. It's the people that are in the third and fourth rung of the pyramid that are right below the top of the rung that were hopefully were like, hey, maybe I could actually just retire. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I'll never have to work again. Maybe I could turn my 150K into 15 mil type yep. of stuff because I've seen that. That, yeah, those are the people that I think are going to be the most pissed. Because they might not have three cycles left. They might only have one or two, or they might feel like they only have one or two bull runs. So, yeah, I'd be pissed if I got sold like a box of, you know, Giannis Prism base for 6000 bucks, for example, when it was a $4,500 card. I'd be super pissed. Yep. And I think it's only a matter of time until the dust settles and you see those people turning against each other. I don't want it to come off as cynical. I apologize, Luca Nation, if that's how it comes off. You come on here, you want positivity, a dose of orange juice with a splash of tonic in there or something. And maybe a little champagne, but, and I love you guys, but, but 
it's what I'm seeing, man. It's what I'm seeing. You're allowed. I mean, just I, I try to present the other side of, of the equation. And honestly, what I try to sprinkle in, and I, not champagne if you don't need it, but it's, you know, I plan on being here talking Me too. in 2025, 2027, 2029. And, you know, you might be right. Maybe 2023 is more of a rush, a rough patch for the hobby. Who the heck knows? But we kind of have already gone through a rough patch. And, you know, I think what I would like rough to is do relative. is... I mean, you know, I'd like to figure out a, you know, a couple of ways where you and I can, you know, make it a little less rough for people. If they want to get the, if they want to get the tinfoil and the litigation and stuff, there's plenty of places for them to get it. And I know we, we're a daily show, so we can talk about it. And I know what so, you're saying. Go ahead, shoot. Cage, can you turn your hat to the camera? That tiger with a suit was meant to be a trait where you guys could get uh, an hour of business consulting time with Andrew. That's right. Andrew doesn't know jack shit. So what we're going to do is <laughs> – That's if, not true. In, you do consulting meetings for free I'm for a, people. Under promise over deliver, right? That's the case. <laughs> by the life is the same. By the yard life is hard. So That's it. if you guys are starting a business in or it's outside the hobby and you want just a sounding board and you want to do a call, I am available all year long, okay? I am Andrew Goldberg at gmail.com. We'll set up a Zoom call. I am available all year long to help as much as I can with that. We don't give my email address out that often because when we do, people just email me the craziest cage stuff. Lawyer at gmail.com. I got, I got, a proposal, I got a marriage proposal. CageLawyer at gmail.com. It's cage lawyer. I got a marriage proposal from one of our listeners. It was crazy. Nah, it was a nah, marriage dude. proposal. It was, it was great. It was, it was one of these like, amazing – You and the Black I, Dove have a weird it was, connection. It was, it was royalty. It was royalty royal, and like, royalty uh, inside my DNA. But it was weird. I had to – I was going to be able to go to Nigeria and marry a prince, but I would have um, to send like $300,000 or something. It was a weird marriage proposal, but I was going to become a princess in Nigeria. Wasn't was there an be... office episode where Michael Scott got a similar one? <laughs> I was going to be royalty, man. It just it didn't, I didn't, you know, PayPal. It just it didn't work. They didn't let me send all that money over to Nigeria. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this was an interesting one, you know, and people you, are You've home. seen Hunger Games? Of course. You think that's the hobby in 2023, Hunger Games? The districts well, are going to well, revolt? Well, well, think about it. So well, let's say there's this, uh, there's this omniscient power right here. Stay with me because I need your, you to watch. There's this omniscient power. <laughs> there's the peasants and then there's the aristocracy, right? And they're like, let's just trickle out a lot of money into this game and see what happens. They're going to fight over it. Remember Westworld, actually? And that's, that was what I think the last three years were, where like it was Hunger Games. It was the has versus the have-nots. And adding fuel to the fire, you add $1,200 in stimulus to everybody, and then you give people PPP loans, which oh. – No, that, not specifically to Jeff. Just They just give everybody PPP loans. They flood the system with money and see what happens. And this is a big social experiment. It's never happened in the history of humankind. Think about right. that. So basically you're telling me that we're all living in the matrix. Sort, sort of, and I, I – is is that observation as crazily as I delivered it? Is it inaccurate in your lifetime? Have you ever remembered something like this, where billions, trillions of dollars were printed and handed out to people? No. But what's what's amazing is I didn't get any of it. I didn't get a PPP. I didn't get twelve hundred dollars. I didn't get six hundred dollars. I didn't get any tax breaks. I'm still paying student loans that I don't get to deduct. Like it's I didn't not get any of it. You, I understand you didn't get it. But, so, but to me, it didn't impact me. But it, it did because the market went up, and you were you were in the market early, and you, sh- dude, my, I, I was the second market, the- second bull cycle for me because I I got lucky. 
My third bull. You gave me a lot of compliments on my birthday. I'll give you. Cage has been doing this since him and his father were collecting in basically the 1970s and 80s. (laughs) Yes. No, is that funny? Not 70s. Mark McGuire. He was collecting Mark McGuire. So he's seen this come and go. He's seen these cycles. And he's instead of saying, "Hey, let's start a Patreon." Right. Let's start a Patreon, and I'll sell my advice. Or, hey, I'm just gonna sit quietly at home and use what I know and make money. He's like, we start a podcast. We're like, we're having a blast. Let's just share our best content with you guys. And he's done that. He's done that in hilarious ways, in movie quotes, and sell your Jalen Hurts to his mom. Like he's done it in a variety of different ways. And you guys love him. You listen. You comment. You engage. He's done that. I I don't have that knowledge. Right. I don't. I, I don't. But what I do have is I observe markets and market behavior. And what I said on today's show is what I've been witnessing. Not to make it negative or positive. I want it to be observational with the twist of Andrew, which is like a little bit of zesty lime sometimes and gets in your eyes. Yeah. I mean, listen, sometimes I'll try to do the other side of it just because I You're do allowed. want every, everybody to realize that, you know, no one is forcing anyone to be in the hobby. And I think a lot of people, you know, if they really took a good look in the mirror, they came in for the wrong reasons. They stayed for the wrong reasons. They even made purchases for the wrong reasons. Even people who were in it as collectors to begin with kind of, you know, put on a different hat and said, all right, well, I'm going to sell this. I'm going to buy this. It's going to go up and blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe you stick a little too long. Maybe you're in it for the wrong reasons. Maybe. What are the you know, right reasons, Cage? It depends. That's, it depends. That's, 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 that's inherent to you as a collector or as an investor, right? And, you know, if you came in thinking to yourself, I'm just going to buy low and sell high. Well, when the market winds change, that's not as easy to do. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronzo Mai. I wanted to tell you about a new service that we have starting as of today, and I'm really, really excited to bring it to you guys. So as a part of our partnership with SGC, we got 50 free submissions every single month, and many of you have taken advantage of that. And it's amazing that we could have the opportunity to 650 episodes, 675 episodes in, to go ahead and give back to our community. As people were sending those cards in, they asked, can we send five, 10, 20 more cards to you guys? We'll pay for it, but we wanted them graded with SGC. You guys know SGC is turning cards around in 13 to 14 business days, uh, have incredible customer service, and their secondary market values are going up day after day after day. And that's exciting for the hobby and exciting for the grading landscape. So we didn't want to just rush into it. We wanted to do it right. And what we did was I relocated here to Boca Raton, Florida. I opened up a P.O. box maybe five minutes away from SGC. And I will be hand delivering and hand picking up the cards so you don't have to worry about anyone else touching your cards. It will be me. And I will update you every step of the way. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to personally pick up the cards from a P.O. box, prep them, new card saver, new penny sleeve, and deliver them to SGC every single Tuesday. Why Tuesday? Well, it lets the stragglers over the weekend come back through on Monday and gives me a day to prep. And it basically gives SGC the entire week to work on grading those cards. Once your cards pop, only then at the end of the process will you be paying for the service. It's $25 per card. Simple as that. And the turnaround times have never been faster. We're hearing right now 13, 14, less than 20 business days. So there it is. 9170 Glades Road. Number 135 is the P.O. Box in Boca Raton, Florida. 
33434. 917-Glades Road, number 135, Boca Raton, Florida, 33434. Of course, you could shoot me an email or shoot me a text anytime, and I'm always available. Many of you already have my email. It's Goldberg at gmail.com or my cell phone number 215-519-9154. Reach out with any questions. I could walk you through the process. I've hopped on the call with quite a few of you, and I'm happy to do that. Love you, Luca Nation.